0: The Art and Industry of Business and Living podcast, discussing conscious choices around business, money, life and living, and creating a greater future for you and the planet. Hi everybody, welcome to the Art and Industry of Business and Living, and um, I'm doing this podcast live from Budapest, Hungary, Um, hoping to get out in a couple of hours, very traumatic you know, the trauma and drama of the coronavirus and having to get home so I can be quarantined in my beautiful house. (laughs) Looking forward to it. And I have Mr. Christopher Hughes here and Dr. David Kubis. Welcome.
1: Welcome. Thanks for having us. Uh, Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me here.
0: You're at Vienna and home?
1: I'm in Vienna. I'm also, um, actually, I'm quarantined. I'm not allowed to leave my house uh, other than for seeing a doctor or... buying food.
2: <laughs> and Chris, where are you at the moment? I'm doing the same thing you are. I'm in Johannesburg, South Africa, and I'm waiting for uh, to go to the airport in a few hours to quarantine in my beautiful home.
0: <laughs> I know. I did see, I mean, gosh, there's been a lot of memes out and there's one meme I did see, which I thought was hysterical. It was like, you know what? People got called out to go to war. You're getting called to go and sit in your house for two weeks. Relax. Like,
2: like, Do you know what you else know, that I've heard? What's what? I've also heard that gay men are starting to have sex with their own partners for a change.
0: Oh, my goodness. Wow.
1: <laughs> I read that Grinder was shut down <laughs> and Tinder's about to go bankrupt. Oh, no. Like,
0: I was talking to a friend of mine and they said she's almost wanting to put out in Bumble, hey, anyone want to quarantine with me for two weeks? Like, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> so no, there's only, lots of different things happening.
2: You can only call it quarantine if it's from a specific region in France. Otherwise, it's just called sparkling isolation.
0: Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I love that. Sparkling isolation. All right. I like that. I've got to go home and do sparkling isolation for two weeks. Boom. What can I create?
1: So, it was funny because so, but yeah, everybody ahead, was, was uh, everybody was crazy for buying toilet paper. I was trying to get bottles of champagne and red wine. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this is what I have stored now because I'm going to enjoy these. Uh, it's for, uh, in the end, it's 30 days I'm just going to enjoy the hell out of it and, turn every day into this celebration of myself.
0: Yeah, and let's do, let's do more podcasts and let's create and let's see what we can, you know, what, like, instead of the the two weeks of torture, what two weeks of creation and possibilities can we have and be? That's what I'm up for. So how does it get any better than this? But talking about creation and possibilities, you two gentlemen uh, have got call, um, a call, a telephone, call upcoming. And I saw it and went, Oh my goodness. And burst out laughing and went, I need to do a podcast with you guys to get a taste of this out there to people. So (laughs) what is it called?
2: It's called why you don't have a man.
0: Now, i just have to uh the precursor here too is christopher hughes is married to a lovely man <laughs> and it's like and uh and david you have a lovely boyfriend and you guys are doing a call called why you why you can't get a man so tell me what sparks this
1: well two gay men advising women on why they don't have a man is actually i think it's funny <laughs> I think, I think it's funny too, and I funny. think.
0: It's brilliant. Yeah.
2: Well, what uh, I mean, what most people, uh, or women in particular, are willing to receive from a gay man that they aren't from a straight man or from a fellow woman is actually really interesting. It's like if a gay man gives a woman fashion advice, they suddenly give it this extra level of, of authority and clout. So we're just going
1: to give it to them straight. And that's how it actually started. It's incredible how kind and beautiful and, and, and inviting and yummy women can be when they talk to gay men. And I was wondering what would it take for women to be that, exa- that exact same energy with straight men. <laughs> so this is how it all came up. <laughs> and this is what I we're love- going to talk about.
0: Cool. I love that. So, um, so how do you think, okay, so you're saying that women treat receive from gay men in a different way that they receive from straight men. So is that, do you think that's pretty much initially be, because they know they're not going to, you know, have sex with a gay man, but with a straight man, they're trying to get it right to have sex with him or you know, a relationship with him. Or where do you think the basis of that comes from?
2: Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head. The thing is, most women when they they when there is a man that they want to have sex with or want to have a relationship with suddenly they go into this place of need that is not who they truly be um like say for example i have facilitated a lot of classes jointly with a gentleman called dr andrew gardella and he's not an ugly guy to put it mildly he's quite pretty and we noticed that in this class we were doing there were half of the women that were there, were just there panting and looking at him, but they weren't actually receiving that much from the class. Ah! Oh. And when he left the class to go to the bathroom and left me to facilitate on my own, I called them on him and I said, hey guys, do you notice how the energy just shifted and changed in the room as soon as Andrew left and you were just talking to me? It's like suddenly you relaxed and started being more of you. So who, it is, who is it that you're being when you think there's a possibility of getting sex?
0: I love that question. And, cause, and so tell me what, how you see like a man, because to me, one of the most attractive things in the world is when, when someone is just being them. And it's like, and when a man is just being them, like all of it, like not having to, not having the pretense, not having to pretend that they're something that they're not, or having to prove anything, is that where you get that man function from as well with women, or is it are women trying to get this right with the man, or like what's what's the mix up there?
1: So I get that the mix up is that the women desperately try to be what they think is attractive to a man. So but what is man, attractive for a man? Well, from a women's point of view, they have to be sexy. They have to be these, these cats walking around. They, uh, they turn into something artificial rather than being themselves. Men, on the other hand, I think they don't really care that much. They are more driven by, by their instincts and they go like, oh. Um, and once the woman then starts to be pretending something, you sense it. So instead of, 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 of being this 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 artificial energy they are turning themselves into, this needy energy, men don't think that much. <laughs> so um, it's it would be way easier for women just to be who they are, having no point of view, and then just just take it from there. Men don't men don't think so much. They're not as complicated in their mind as women. But I think you hit the nail on the head as well
2: when you said that needy energy. Because the one thing, man or woman or anybody, that people will reject is when they perceive your need. If they perceive that you need something and are coming from that place of lack, that's the thing that people will most often put up a barrier to and reject. So I think what
1: people actually are drawn to and attract to is a lack of need. It's the lack of need and also the expectations of women. Um, nowadays, it's almost impossible to just have good sex and take it from there. It's when when what what I what I what I perceive, what I, I talk to many people when I facilitated classes, the ease that 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 Um, women have with gay men is that there are no expectations to be the future husband, to be the one who makes the life easier, to be the future father of their children. So women tend to put all these expectations and hopes and dreams into that first date, being totally desperate (laughs) to, to get the man. And the more beautiful and the more sexy and the more a man fits into the this is it from our um, social media point of view, you know, six feet, 10 tall and uh, a six pack, the higher the pressure on the man and the less women allowed to receive from them. It's not only the neediness; it's, it's the expectations they have. It's the lack of, okay, let's just have fun. So it's well, I, neediness I, I, and lack of expectations.
0: Yeah. Well, I was reading something the other day too, which, um, so tell me how much you think this is correct or not, is... I was say, you know, like you're, you keep referring to like the women trying to do this whole, you know, sexy, walking like a cat thing, you know, trying to impress. And they said what a man actually really wants is someone that makes him feel good. Like that mm. just makes him happy. That is just, you know, makes him feel good in, in everything that he is. So is how, how important is that?
2: Absolutely. But that comes from more often than not someone not trying to prove that they're very interesting and that they have something to offer and they're actually looking at the person in front of them and looking at what they require and what would work for them. See, a lot of women look at a relationship for what it would be in their life and they never look at what it will mean to the other person.
0: Yeah, I know. I see that all the time they decide like, like, Say if you're talking about, you know, the class that you did with with uh, Andrew and saying, you know, that they're deciding that they want to be with him, and it's like, where's he in the computation? So, so can you talk a little bit more about that, and what can women sort of start to shift to look at that so that it's not it's not just selfishly about them? It's like, look at like, does the man actually desire this too, or you know, what questions can they ask, or what can you offer with that?
1: Well, I want to start it from, from. maybe we could give some information to the women um, how men are functioning in this reality and uh, all the, the pressure they are under uh, because most of the time mothers are forcing men to become a dad and to get married and to keep uh, the, the, the family legacy alive by producing children. So men are also under a certain pressure by society, by their families. So what they normally seek is a place where they can relax, a place where they can get away from that pressure. But what they meet out there is just more pressure by all those demanding women who have decided what they want, never asking the question, what does a man want? And that, that, that's actually sometimes even more intense <laughs> um when when men meet women who are doing spiritual stuff and also women who are who are who who, who say that they are open and they are easy and they ask questions because instead of being it they expecting it from their men as well so nowadays you not only have to be a super cute six pack six feet tall man you also have to be conscious and you also have to be aware <laughs> so uh it's putting even more pressure on the man rather than creating a space where you just allow someone to be who they are and with no expectation. You know, I
0: was um, talking to a friend of mine the other day who's a man and he was telling me some stuff about him and he looked at me and he went, you're not judging me, are you? And I was like, no. And he was like, God, he goes, I so thought you would judge me. And I'm like, why would I judge you? It's like, you're choosing that. And it's like, it's fine. And you know, but I get that that's like way, it's sort of like almost way what you're choosing or who you're choosing, other than the allowance of just having the person be who they be. The woman as well. I mean, you know, you're talking about the man side of it and how women are, but women also get like everything in the media, everything that's pressured is about, you know, how you look or that you have to, I mean, not just the man having the, you know, the six pack, et cetera. It's like the woman's supposed to be tall, blonde, blue eyes or something like the Aryan race.
1: Right. <laughs> it's like, and a size four.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So I think this is everybody could actually start looking at that. How much pressure are we all under? And mm-hmm. how much are we trying to get rid of the pressure by expecting someone else to help us getting rid of it rather than being it? And by being that zone or space of relaxation, no expectations, no pressure, inviting people to our universe. Yeah. Um, and this is actually one of the key elements when i um uh when i look at relationship when i look at, at <laughs> people getting together and it's not only a relationship it's just it can be a a date a one off great sex great conversation you probably don't even know the name of the person and you can still enjoy that that space of relaxation so <laughs>
2: i think <laughs> it is possible talking, but- I know it's possible, but I think, David, when you talk about not necessarily knowing the name of the person before you have sex, that might be more of a gay reality than a one. <laughs> Just saying. Not no, it's, it's not. And
0: I'm not saying anything. I'm leaving that yeah.
2: one. <laughs> the, other, the, the other part about that that I would like to add, and one of my go-to tools in a lot of these areas these days is I always ask myself, is this going to work? Or if I'm in a relationship as well where things are not looking like the way I think they should look. And I sometimes get to this point of going, Oh my God, it's terrible. I should just be single. I always ask myself, hang on a minute. Is this actually working? And does my relationship work? Does it work Mm -hmm. for me? Does it work for him? Okay, fine. Actually 80% of the time it's great. Twenty-five, twenty 20% of the time I might not be that happy with it, but Hey, there's something to work on and change and develop.
0: Yeah, and that's a pretty good rate. And then you can also, you've got, you've got, it such, a, you've got such a different life too. Like you travel a lot, you have a lot of things going on. So you, you are not depending, oh, how much is that something that sort of starts to cure relationships is when the other person is depending on, like the woman is depending on the man, et cetera, man depending on the woman to actually make them happy.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it's all a projection and a judgment and an expectation. And as our friend, the Buddha used to say, expectations are the source of all suffering. So that's the other thing to have a look at. What are you expecting of your partner that they simply cannot
1: deliver or don't even know you want them to? And never even get the chance to start looking into it because the expectations are so big already that you destroy all the possibilities. Is that you could actually create so um, the invitation that I uh, want to be to all the people that will join our call is um, allow yourself some ease and relax and don't plan ahead and no matter how excited you are no matter how <laughs> desperate you are don't plan ahead take it one step at a time and then this is this is what 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 this is where actually the access consciousness tools are, are a gr- great contribution and choice creates, (laughs) choose it, go for it. Did I like it? Yes. Okay. Then do more. Was it not that great fun? Well, then choose something different. It can be totally ease. And this is the invitation we want to be (laughs) because we would like to see more happy people out there.
0: (laughs) So tell me like maybe two or three points of why you think is the most common purpose, commonality of why women don't have a man.
2: Chris, you want That's to start? That's a great the- question. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the number one thing I uh, could outline, and I think that for, if you want top three, is, is getting back to the thing about need. How many people have you talked to in your life where as soon as they stopped looking for a relationship and got rid of the point of view that they should have one, that someone turned up in their life that was actually really oh, fun for
0: them? Way, way too, like the statistics on that are huge, massive. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, one thing I talk about a lot in the Access Consciousness classes I do with Right Voice for You is I relate this story uh, about a facilitator class in Rome a couple years ago. Ironically, that's where we were meant to be all meeting in a week's time. (laughs)
0: Um,
2: That isn't happening. But a woman got up in the class and she said to Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, she said, hey, I'm willing to cross oceans and continents to be there for whatever it is you're doing what is it that makes you so irresistible? And he said, easy, I have no point of view about whether you come or not. I Mm -hmm. welcome you to be here if you want to. And if you don't, it doesn't change my opinion of me or what I have to deliver.
0: Brilliant. That's my number one. Well said, yeah.
1: Well, following up on that, number two, what I see is... Women tend to know what should be good for their men. But this is what mothers do with their children. And men are not interested in another mother that tells them what's good for them. It, oh my God, thank you for saying that. That's <laughs> it's true.
0: It's almost like, thank you for saying that. David's the one who, who said it. Oh, Chris. This is going to no, be a great... No, I'm
2: just, I'm grateful for I'm the very information much being out there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Me but, too. Like the the old adage goes: if you want a stallion in the bedroom, you can't be a nag in the kitchen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Thank you for that. You you summarized it. But and, and please, these you are not talking about words. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the energy. Men always. Women think that men are not as sensitive and are not as vulnerable. They are. They probably just don't talk about it but you sense it, you sense this energy. Oh, I know what's the best for you. If you just could change that, and if you do this like that, these wish of the women, or these these wishes and hopes and dreams, and these knowing, oh, this would be such a contribution to you. This is what mothers do, okay? (laughs) This is not what attracts a man, especially when a man wants to have great sex. Because there's one person in the world you never have sex with, it's your mother. (laughs) Oh, my God. This
2: coming from an Austrian, it sounds so Freudian, doesn't it? (laughs) So that's my number two. All right.
0: And then do we have a number three?
2: Number three is the third reason why you probably don't have a man is it probably has something to do with your haircut.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, don't look at mine at the moment. I desperately need to stay a hairdresser, but... Am I going to be yeah. able to see my sparkling? What does it look like, sparkling? Quarantine. What am I doing? Sparkling oh, yeah.
2: what? Sparkling isolation. Sparkling um, isolation. No, I'm. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> would I would say number three would be the judgments of you, and right. and also that any point of view that you have that you can't or shouldn't or won't have a relationship probably is changing what is possible for you in your reality the greatest thing i've taken away from access consciousness is the acknowledgement that your point of view creates your reality so what point of view are you using to create the lack of relationship you are choosing is what i would ask
0: and living at daddy's times of Godzilla, where you destroy and uncreate it yep right and wrong, good and bad pocket online, shorts boys and beyonds yeah
1: yeah, I, 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 I would also say that the judgments you have about yourself, the judgments that you have about your body, everybody thinks with a top model body, uh, blonde hair and blue eyes and being six feet tall, is a guarantee to get a cute, cool, handsome man. This is the biggest lie on our planet. It's the biggest lie. It's supported by social media. It's supported by everyone. It's a lie. The, the less you judge yourself, the more invitation you're being to anything else oh. in the world that shows up. It's not absolutely. only man. There's this applies a, to a... business. This applies totally. to relationship. It applies to your income. The price to your money situation. That's probably yeah. the game changer.
0: I love that. Thank you so much. It's like, yeah, it is. You're absolutely right. And I'm just going to add something here too. I think you've got to be, You've got to be very um, aware of where you do function from, because then you can either change it or just choose it and amuse yourself. Like the other day, I was talking to Gary Douglas, and he said to me, "You love men who are you lo- love men who need you, but you hate it when they become needy." And I was like, "My God, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I want them to need me, but when they become needy, I'm like, oh, I'm done. Yeah." So. Oh
2: gosh, yeah. But it's mean, brilliant. The big change that occurred for me growing up was I always wanted men who didn't want me. And as soon as they wanted me, I didn't want them anymore. Yeah, That was 90% of the time. I was like, Oh, you do like me. Oh, that doesn't really match my judgment
1: of me. You have to go now.
0: (laughs) You can go now. You can be dismissed now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like looking for a a relationship partner, a sex partner is more like going on a hunt rather than, Actually, creating a space where you enjoy each other. And once you're uh, done with hunting, you want to go on the next hunt. Um, okay. So,
0: okay. Can I just say, too, you, you are talking like a gay man right now.
1: Uh, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I've
0: been in Brazil
2: with you. <laughs> oh, come on. Hang on. You ha- can't tell me that oh, some of the women out there are, do not have predatory energy when they are yes. looking for a man. You're, no, you're correct. No, right.
0: absolutely. You're correct. It's like, it's actually of, scary. It's scary. That's, that's the other <laughs> so thing. They'll take women down a lion. On. Yeah. They'll
2: leave them alive. Yeah. Yeah. Do they want a man in their life or do they want to own one?
0: <gasps> that's a really big question yeah and how many women out there actually want to own a man and not just actually have someone who can contribute to them and they can contribute exactly. to them and it's like you know and that's i mean you know brendan and i do the classes at the moment relationships done different which maybe we have one coming up in april i'm not sure yet we're going to find out <laughs> if it changes uh and so but wait guys when is your call coming up what date does it start
1: our first, it's a two-part two call. We start on April 2nd.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And how can Evening. I find the call and register for it?
1: Um, we, can, we, we have the call on my Kachabi. Um It is on my homepage, drdavidkubis.com. Uh, you see it under the upcoming uh, classes. You can register there and pay online there.
0: Okay, so drdavidcubis.com, and you can find that. It starts on April the 2nd. And I am definitely going to come on, and this is going to be brilliant. Ladies, gents, I would highly recommend coming on here because these guys are two of the most brilliant, intelligent, uh, humorous and men that I know, and they're also so willing to talk about anything and everything. So if you've got a question, they're going to go down that rabbit hole with you and, and explore it. So I highly recommend this. So thank you guys so much for coming on here. I've got to finish packing now and hopefully head to Australia.
1: <laughs> i being quarantined in quarantine
0: during your call. No, what is it? Sparkling isolation. I love this. Sparkling, Sparkling isolation. isolation.
1: <laughs> thank you so much, Simone, for having us as your yes. guest today. Have a great trip. And I hope that, uh, yeah, we meet a lot of cool people on that call. And let's have some fun. This is supposed to Yes. Be- fun okay absolutely (laughs) it's not a serious topic
0: (laughs) stay on here just for a second I'm going to stop the recording though thank you so much everyone for joining us here on this podcast if you like it five star it tell your friends if you're in quarantine listen to all the back ones they're on my website simonemelices.com forward slash podcast and have some fun with your life let's have adventures thanks everyone bye bye
1: bye bye